Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. Welcome in to the DNVR Avalanche Podcast, presented by Davidson's Beer, Wine, and Spirits, my go-to stop for anything and everything Breckenridge Brewery. I'm your host, Rudo, joined as always by AJ Hayfley for another day of Avs training camp. A little bit later on, we'll get into this whole broadcasting situation that has started to develop around the NHL, but for now, man, intensity seemed to ramp up a little bit at the end of today's practice, didn't it? I mean, at the end of today's practice may not be the most accurate thing. Right, just the because end of group one, how about yeah. they? Well, it's just they every day there seems to be a different point where there's a flashpoint where Nathan McKinnon starts yelling at people. Fair. And some days it goes on longer than others. Today it was basically the whole time, <laughs> all day. Um, and like, no stone unturned for him. You got to give him credit. Uh, there, it's not. It's not like uh, Michael Jordan picking on Scott Burrell. <laughs> True. Mac yells at Mac yells at everybody. So uh, it was. It was. There were some moments today, and it's not. I, I want to dispel the notion that I that it's unhealthy. First of all, that's not for any of us to decide. Only yeah. only the people only the people in that locker room can tell you if they have a problem with it or not. Yeah. Um, second, it's it's one of those things. There's always a common thread in in greatness, right? When we when you look through the the annals of sports history, and you find some of the best of the best of the best, a lot of them have that intensity, that competitiveness, and that that drive to just obliterate and annihilate everything in its path. I think Miko put it pretty well today when he said McKinnon demands a lot of people. He demands yeah. perfection, even in practice. Well, and one of the reasons why McKinnon is able to demand that from others is because he demands it from himself first. Right. And when he delivers, he expects those around him to raise up and give the best that they can as well. If you have that kind of ceiling and you regularly touch it, you expect the people around you to be able to do the same. Yep. That's just kind of the reality of the best players in the world. And if you're not, you could easily make the argument that you're doing a disservice to your teammates and to your organization. Yep. If as And as a result of that, we've seen a different Nathan McKinnon over the last number of years. As a result of that, the abs are in the postseason for the third straight season. He's in. He's a Hart Trophy finalist for the second time in three years. 
That that can't be overlooked. That can't be overstated. Yeah. I don't I don't know if he'll win, but being a finalist again, who knows? This might be the string. He might be a finalist five more times in his career. You know, like this could just be the beginning. But for right now, this is the best we've ever seen out of Nathan McKinnon. And he's he's doing all of this in search of a Stanley Cup. And that's that's what he's trying to get out of the guys around him, which no coincidence is also the deepest team he's ever been a part of. I, not honestly, I don't even think it's that close. Like how with how deep no. this team is, even compared to last year's team and and twenty seventeen eighteen, this team is miles deeper with not just the top twelve, but as essentially every single person that we've talked to at training camp has said, look, we have 15 players deep on the forward side and nine on the defensive side that we can put out there and know what we're going to get. And two guys who gave you starting caliber goaltender results this year. Yep, exactly. It's it's, it's almost cheating because <laughs> it almost is. The, the only, the only other team that you would consider uh, in terms of talent was that 13, 14 team when he was a rookie and that top six was Unbelievable. Yeah. But it was it, just the top six and, and Varlamov. After that, you had a you had a very, very mediocre defense, even with prime Eric Johnson and rookie Tyson Berry. The rest of that defense left a whole lot to be desired. And the bottom six was bad and got crushed every time out. This is this is easily the deepest, uh, most complete team. And this version of Nathan McKinnon should scare the absolute bejesus out of everybody else. The fact the and honestly, the fact that they're in training camp and this is going on and it's not all lovey dovey. Look, when the when the Broncos won the Super Bowl uh, a couple years ago in 2015, when they won Super Bowl 50, one of the big stories that came out, uh, RK wrote it and it was a great story, uh, was about Demarcus Ware giving the iron sharpens iron speech. That's exactly what we're seeing with Nathan McKinnon right now. Iron sharpens iron. He is trying to get the absolute best out of the guys around him. Come hell or high water, he's going to try and drag it out of them because he's dragging out the best that he has. No, no argument there. Just to get back to your original point about the awards and uh, winning a cup. Nathan McKinnon actually talked about that a little bit today in an interview. So we have a clip here of McKinnon to show you guys on what he had to say about all of that. Oh, he's calmed down. <laughs> this is your second time you've been up for both the Ted Lindsay and the heart. What does it mean to you for just having that recognition, not just from the media around the league, but also from the players that they think you as one of the best players and now twice in, in three years, you're, both, you're up for both awards. Thank you. Yeah, it's cool. You know, I think, you know, I when I really turned my game around and I really started to focus on every little detail off the ice and on the ice, um, I know I'm up for some big awards two or three years. I don't think that's a coincidence. Obviously getting older and, and getting more mature helps, but um, I definitely had to dial it in in, in every aspect of, of my game. Um, you know, I never, you know, I had some tough seasons to figure that out. And once I did, it, it's a... Uh, it's obviously very rewarding. Um, you know, I know a lot of people close to me are proud, and but you know, like I've always said, I think to leave a legacy, you have to win. 
that's what I'm not really looking to do is leave a legacy, but, you know, I want to win with these guys. Um, you know, we're such a close group. Um, you know, everyone wants to see each other succeed. And obviously with my teammates, um, you know, being so amazing, um, play with some great players and they make my life really easy out there. All right. So from the horse's mouth a little bit there, he walked it back, but at the end of the day, he said, if you want to leave a legacy, these awards don't matter. You got to win the big one. Yeah. And it's true. Um, I mean, what's the biggest Taylor Hall has won a heart trophy. And what is one of the things that we hear you and I hear most often when we've talked about Taylor Hall coming to Colorado? Uh, he's never won anything. I, that's not what I hear. I hear every day that he's a lottery ball wizard, but <laughs> well, I mean, come on, but yeah, like, that's right. yes, that is, but it, it will be irrelevant to Colorado. What? I refuse to go back to the lottery. I mean, you, I, you go beyond Taylor Hall. You talk about huge, huge names of the game, guys that will be in the hall of fame, Jerome McGinley, the Sedins. First thing that always comes up, Joe they Thornton. never won the cup. So yeah, it never. And, and the difference the Sedins lost in a game seven. They were awfully close, indeed. Yeah. Um, Cal- Gimla did, too. Calgary had their it was in moment. Oh, <laughs> they did. Um, you look at, you know, Joe Thornton even got to the, he got to the cup finals that one time with the Sharks, yep. right? Like, so those guys, they, they were at least like, you're trying to get to those 16 wins. They got at least to 14 of them, right? Yeah. <laughs> About as close as you're allowed to get to the cup without actually winning the thing. Yeah. For McKinnon, right now, the high watermark in his career is woo, lost in game seven of the second round. <laughs> so there's work to be done. Now, obviously, he's young. We have high expectations for this team over the next couple of years. Even if even if you got to go and chase that asterisk, the COVID cup will still count. Amen to that. This is still a Stanley Cup getting awarded, and this is still something these guys have worked their whole lives for. It doesn't matter if it's if it's going to be happening in July, August, and September instead of April, May, and June. None of that matters. All that matters is that the cup is on the line. This is what Nathan McKinnon is here for. This is what Joe Sackett came back to take over the Avs GM job to do, to reclaim that glory that he helped build. And the reputation that he helped build when this franchise moved to Denver. You know, the Nordiques didn't have an illustrious history. And the first 15 years, first 10 years, certainly, of of Avalanche history, it's about as glorified as it gets. It's about as good as a a franchise could possibly ask for. Yep. And this, this is a group that understands that history, wants to reclaim it, and wants to start to start to write their names in the history books, the meaningful history books, not the hockey reference, cool stats, bro, history books. <laughs> the ones people remember. How about that? Uh, oh, this is easily the hardest Stanley Cup to win. As our comments are pointing out right now, easily yep. the hardest Stanley Cup to win. Every team is healthy. There are 24 of them. 16 of these 24 teams have to win five rounds. It's uh, this is the insane. hardest cup. This is the hardest cup that, that that will ever have to be won. Not to mention, in our every lifetime. game is a road game. There are no fans. It's just a completely different world. Right. You have no home ice advantage. Yep. You don't. You don't get any of that stuff. You just. You just have to go out and you have to win, either sixteen or nineteen games 
depending on which team you are. You either have to win 16 or 19 games in the hardest conditions possible. No big deal. Okay, so is it safe to say that McKinnon is the Strava Craft coffee game changer of the day then? Hell yeah, it is. Okay, I love to hear it. We'll get into Strava Craft Coffee a little more in a second. Before we do, though, other standouts of the day of camp? Um, you know who I really actually thought had a, had a strong day today? Uh, Philip Grubauer. And I really don't That's look at the goaltenders a whole lot. Um, I thought Grubauer separated himself from Frankie today. And I thought I think they've been pretty even through the scrimmages and everything so far. But... I thought I really liked what Gruby had to to offer today. He was very sharp, reading the uh, uh, the power play unit and and moving around. And when he's at his best, it's when he's reading the play at a high level. And you could just watch him tracking the puck today. He looked very locked in. I was really encouraged by Gruby today. That's exactly what you want to hear as they go to Edmonton in just four days now. And another guy, another guy that I thought had a hell of a day and, you know, this is going to, this is going to get some eye rolls, but Tyson Jost was good. (laughs) He was, he was all over the place. They had him on the PK doing a lot of different things. Not on the, not on the second power play unit today, just the PK. And it was, it, it was a good day for him. He, he looked good. He looked really good. Five on five. On that, he today he instead of playing on like that fifth line, they rotated him in next to Comfer, Donskoy, and Nemesnikov, and he looked good next to those guys. I uh, I have a theory. Okay, hit me. We, we need to reclaim the Tyson Ghost nickname because he's like a ghost. He's too spooky. Nobody wants to go into the the, the offensive zone against him because he's Damn. just gonna scare him out of there. You're just you're just doing this because he hates you now. Yeah, confirmed. That's just why. trying to save face with Tyson Jost now. The the the, um, the amount of people, by the way, that hit us up and were like, "What happened with those two <laughs> guys?" We were totally kidding. That's completely there, a joke. Yeah, there was there was no there's no animosity there. <laughs> there's none. Anybody tells you otherwise is incorrect. It's it was totally a joke. <laughs> Okay, because there um, were people that asked. They were like, "Can you direct yeah. me to the Rudo Joe's drama?" And I was like, "No, because it, it doesn't, doesn't exist." exist. <laughs> yeah. So before we dig ourselves a deeper hole down that path, uh, Strava Craft Coffee is the CBD infused coffee that has really changed lives. You can purchase it now online and get twenty percent off when you use code DNVR twenty at checkout. And of course, you can always try before you buy in and around Denver at a number of locations. And of course, my favorite sports betting app out there, DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one sports betting app out there, by the way, is here. And I'm excited, man. I watched Rockies live happening against another baseball team yesterday. I got I my Nolan it. shirt on. I watched it while beating Halo 2 uh, on the uh, Master Chief, uh, Master Chief Collection. Yeah. By the way, if you haven't played it on PC... Soft recommend because there are a lot of technical problems, but once you're actually sitting down and playing it, for one, it's absolutely stunningly gorgeous, Mm -hmm. but two, it makes for great background noise to a Rockies game. (laughs) A little pew, 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 and I didn't realize it because I haven't played that campaign in forever, but you spend the last like five levels of that game only using alien weapons. 
Yeah, straight so you up. literally get to hear pew 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 pew, pew the whole time instead of you got their, the carbine going. Pew, pew, pew. If you're lucky, man, that thing that thing runs out of ammo. So yeah, I know, I know. But anyway, honestly, not the gaming pod. If you want to bet on video games, you can do that on DraftKings too, as they have things like Overwatch League and and etc. to bet on. Or you can just stick with your Rockies regular sports, be like AJ and take the YOLO shot on Marquez winning the Cy Young in the NL. So sixty six hundred. Come on, I know it's crazy. It's crazy. I feel like people not making that bet are doing themselves a disservice. If they're not making that bet, they should at least be taking advantage of their odds boost with amazing advantages like the Grand Slam offer. All you have to do is place a pregame bet of at least $25 on your home team, and for every home run they hit, you'll get $5 worth of free bets. So all I'm saying is the Rockies have been raking in this preseason so far. They've been hitting home runs left and right. So uh, you might be getting some free bets off of that one. Head on over to download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app and use code DNVR when you sign up. For a limited time, all new users can get a sign-up bonus of up to $1,000 with that DNVR code. Only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Must be 21 or older. Colorado-only bonus comprised of a first deposit bonus and first bet match, each up to $500. Deposit bonus requires 25x playthrough. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem, go 1-800-522-4700. Second period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by Davidson's with Rudo and AJ. It's getting down to crunch time. The Avs need to make decisions on Friday mm. to decide for their 31-man roster to take to Edmonton. Is that, the, is that the roster limit day? Correct. Oh, that's cut day, huh? Cut day is Friday. It's, it's too bad we don't have a schedule. I know, right? <laughs> what can you do? Ask for a schedule. <laughs> Either way, cuts do have to be made. I, the Avs roster is 34, correct? So they have to make correct. three cuts. Uh, there's a good chance one of those is a goalie. Yep. So if we I know assume- there's been a lot of speculation about them taking four goaltenders, but um, as far as I know, the plan is to take three, barring health. So if they take a fourth, somebody's got somebody's somebody's nicked up. One of the one of the goalies is nicked. Yeah. So so play that by ear. Under the assumption that they take three goalies, there's two skaters that they have to cut. Mm-hmm. Right now, AJ, who are you cutting? Well, McCarr, the McCarr injury complicates this. It sure does. Because if they take him, they're they're already down a dude. I I would assume they're taking him. They're taking him. <laughs> <laughs> Unless this injury is far more serious than I've been led to believe. Yeah, barring amputation, Kale McCarr's going to Edmonton. <laughs> and even then, it would probably depend on what got amputated. <laughs> so... Kale McCarr is going to Edmonton. Um, I would say it, the last two days of practice, because yesterday was an off day, so obviously not counting yesterday, but two days ago. Um, Bowen Byram looked really good. He was, it was just drills for group two today, yeah. but he was flying. Made Michael Hutchinson real bad on a couple of occasions, too. Which I don't want to get into because... Don't need to, yeah. He has not looked good a single day of, of camp. 
leave it at that. But on the Byram side of things, now, that just one of my cuts would be Hutchinson. If I was in charge, if I was running the Avalanche right now, you're bringing I'm, Werner. I'm picking Adam Werner as my third goaltender. They both have the same amount of wins this season, so so just just personally, that would be for the Abs anyway. Yeah. That's what that's what I would be doing. Um, I would also. I think I, I I agree with Evan. I think McDonald's looked really good. Bednar um, talked about that today as well, saying, you know, having a swing player like that is really useful in a situation where you have a limited roster. Yeah, I I don't think they would because they're committed to the whole experience thing. Yeah, I would take him over Dries. I don't think Dries has done anything in this camp that has stood out, stood out to me. I also I also feel that way about Tynan. Right. I don't. I feel like those are two hard AHL players with very limited upside for coming in. And I've liked what Bowers. I've liked Bowers. Obviously, there's potential that you're buying into there. There's upside that you're believing in, especially because I think Bowers. And we talked about this with Cout a little bit as well when during the season. But you put him next to good players, and he elevates his game to match that. Right. But this is a guy where when the talent level gets higher around him, his play raises. He may not be good enough to carry a line, but right. he's good enough to make a good line better. Exactly. And a, that's a very valuable glue guy type of piece. I would take that. McDonald has played both defense and forward throughout this camp. He's switched um, based on needs. When Bowers was hurt, he was playing forward. Now that McCarr's hurt, he's back to defense. That's valuable, as as Bedner said. Um, and to be honest, he's looked really good. So this, and I think that this is almost an audition for him, as we've talked about with a guy like Timmons and a guy like Bowers. I when when they re-signed to McDonald, I wrote a whole article that he he could be, he could be the seventh D type guy. Yeah. He could be a guy that they keep on next year's roster, especially if there's a cap crunch. Having one guy to be your 13th forward and your seventh defenseman makes him a very intriguing piece. An extra seven, eight hundred K on your cap right there. Exactly. That's that's another eight hundred K to offer Taylor Hall. <laughs> Couldn't I'm even kidding. finish I'm that just, with a straight face. I'm just kidding. Face. Don't freak out. Couldn't even say it with a straight face. So is it between those three then you think Dries, Tynan, and McDonald, two of those I, three aren't going? I really I don't I wouldn't I would not cut a single forward that they've brought. Okay. They have 18 of them. That's I think just that's bring the sweet them. spot. Yeah. Just bring them. All of them. Because they're not going to cut Dries and they're not going to cut Tynan, I would bring all of them. I under no circumstances am I cutting Shane Bowers. This is too good of an experience for him. Bring him along. So realistically, you're looking at McDonald and Lindholm then? Uh, yes, you're looking at two defensemen and um, McDonald and Lindholm. Um, I, I, I still wonder if Byram is on the outside looking in. Sure, could be. Um, just because if disaster strikes and the contracts and blah, 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 we'll see. But... I would say that that's way too much of a concern because if he's your 10th guy, like I, I think we've talked about this yesterday. We think that there's a clear top nine if with he's Timmons your, at nine. If he's your 10th guy and he's playing 10 games, something has gone horribly wrong and yet you're still winning. So things are good. <laughs> right. You've at least advanced around with him in the lineup. You're fine. Yep. So 
Um, I I would I would cut me personally. I would cut Lindholm and McDonald. I I think Lindholm is coming. Yeah, and that's and that's where the leaning on experience, particularly in the organization. Lindholm has sixty six games, I think, in an Avs jersey. So and was very very well respected in in that Eagles locker room this year. Yeah. And you can see it on the ice uh how he interacts with the guys. The these guys were together all year in Loveland, mind yep. you. So it's not like these are just randos. Outside of Byram, these guys all are very familiar with each other. And you can see how they how guys like, like Lindholm and drives bit, yeah. And, yeah, they very much take cues from Lindholm. Um I would not be surprised if he went and you know, just just because teams do err on the side of caution, if he if he went and McDonald went and Bowers and Byron were the ones that were left off, would not surprise me. I, I would can, hate it, but despite, would not surprise me. Despite the last two days, I can definitely see that for Byram, and I guess you know, realistically, Bauer, Bowers missed three days with injury too. So yeah, there's there's cases to make for that. Um, and and like McDonald's versatility just. It feels Maybe. so easy, right? If if you're that deep in injuries anyway, having a guy that can play both spots helps a lot. <laughs> so in that yep. regard, in a specific situation where you've lost three forwards or three defensemen, and that guy could do either. Um I can I can see that. I I hope yeah. they take Byram, I hope they take Bowers, but at the end I mean, of the day just If you're believing that these guys can help your team, your NHL team next year, why would you? Why would you not? Like, yeah. you're you're hunting a Stanley Cup right now, and you're talking about the tenth defenseman in in Byram, and you're talking about the eighteenth forward in Bowers. If those guys aren't in those spots right now, what are we? What are we even doing talking about planning for them next season? Right. They. They're not playing next, or they shouldn't be if they aren't haven't earned those spots. We'll put it that way. Um, either way, we can take our second period break there, as the Avs do need to do a little bit of manscaping on that 34 players to get it down to 31. So Manscaped has the new Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer to take care of any scaping you need to do yourself, whether it be below the belt, above the belt. AJ, it looks like you trimmed up there. I, I still haven't gotten to my shave. Literally, first time I'd uh, ever actually used the lawnmower. Oh, yeah? Yeah, Burned I busted well. it out of the box, and it was like, yeah, well, you know, it was fine. All right. Well, I I really loved it the first time I used it. Have to use it again here. I'm I'm slacking on, on was, my business here, but we agreed on this yesterday. I, I know, literally did I know. this at, like I went and did this like an hour ago because I was like, oh, I promised We're on the podcast yesterday I would do this. <laughs> and then I show up to this, and I'll be shaved tomorrow. I'm gonna. Go you don't shave. look like a mountain man. You look like a traitor. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get back on the good team tomorrow. Undercover agent for today, but. You can pick up your perfect package 3.0 from manscaped.com. Use code DNVR20. Don't be a traitor like me and get <laughs> your 20% off and free shipping when you check out. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by Davidson's with Rudo and AJ. Going to take a little bit of a left turn with this third period here as 
obviously an issue the abs have been very acutely aware of more than most teams, but there seems to be some confusion on exactly how particularly the play in round and round robin games are going to be broadcast nationally. As there was talk about local broadcast being able to do it. And then that was retracted, but not actually retracted. And then NBC is going to do every game, but local broadcast will do it too, but there's going to be blackouts. Basically it's a big confusing mess to me, AJ. Can you clear it up at all? The, my reaction to trying to go through all of this, because I tried to get all of this sorted before the show today. Oh God! Do you know? Do you know the uh, the the gif from the office where yeah. Jim looks at the camera and he says, "What is going on?" Yeah, that that was me trying to figure all of this out. I I, and, I and, thought and more community to be honest. Old uh, old pal Adrian Data also said that Channel Nine was going to try and take one of the games. So, and so I'm like, great, more confusion. Yeah. <laughs> what is going on? I all I know is that the NHL blew this. Definitely. Something went wrong along the way. We have talked, we have talked about this before that when, when it came time to broadcast the games, they needed to open up the app. Their chance to blast it to everybody and be yep. like, hockey's back. Yep, throw it on all of the channels for free, stream it for free, absolutely blow out everybody's opportunity to see hockey. Make it so that there were no excuses whatsoever to not watch these games. Yep. Especially when one of your favorites for the Stanley Cup has a massive carrier dispute in its own market. And if, if that does end up being the case, the vast majority of Colorado... <sighs> will not be able to watch the round-robin games legally. Well, well, that's not true. They'll have to go to bars or things like that, which please do come Plunk, to the DNVR bar. The DNVR right bar. But even that, like, even that's a problem. I, I hope all of you will turn out to the DNVR bar, but when we put out that message that we're having the watch party, RSVB quick because there's limited numbers of people that can be there. So, Yep. And look... Well, well, I can sit here and I can extol the virtues of VPNs. I'm not going to do that on our show. All I will say is, you're right. Correct. Fair enough. But for those for those who just want to sit down, turn on a television, that, find, that... find the list of, oh my God, there are five hockey games on in, in today. I can just go down the list and go game to game to game to game to game. Will not be that easy, and that is where everybody got failed. That's you're not going to get the the Tony X story this year. The guy who has never watched hockey before, but hey, sports are back and hockey is on. I guess I should watch. Oh wait, this is actually super awesome. You're not going to get it because you won't be able to watch. The goalie just said "eff it" and left. <laughs> Exactly right. The greatest interpretation of pulling the goaltender <laughs> that we will ever have. <laughs> so that it's for the sport of the big four that is far and away the smallest in market share. Yeah. That was a missed opportunity to grow that market share significantly. And I can't I can't say that I'm overly familiar with the details of all of their television contracts. Right, of course. All I know is that exposing your product to as many people as possible during a time when people are absolutely 
dying for entertainment should have been the goal. Yeah. I'm, I'm 100% with you there. Bummed me out to hear the news. Um, bummed me out to not know what's going on with altitude and, and whether or not we're going to get to see it. And, you know, and, and I'm not, I've never picked sides. I've always expressed my, my sadness for the employees at altitude who have nothing to do with this, Yep. but have to have people like us just being people on the internet, constantly yelling at them. Like Kyle Keith has nothing to do with this. Right. And Kyle Keith's the one who's like, Hey, we want to be on these channels. We want to do all this. We have nothing to do with this. And you guys are yelling at me. Like I'm in the boardroom negotiating this deal. And, and it, those are the people that I, I feel awful for Kyle and, and everybody and you know, Lauren and everybody over there. Yep. Because they just, <laughs> we think we're caught in the middle. Like yeah. these they're, are their, these are their jobs. And right. the longer this goes on, the more in question they become. It's bad. And that's, yeah, that's, Given that we're talking about a millionaire slap fight here, I just I just hope that one of the millionaires calls the other millionaire and says, "Let's let the little guy have what they want." And well, this here's, gets resolved. Here's my puppy to make you think about something a little bit happier. Oh. <laughs> little but, Rexar. Yeah, he's not so little these days. He weighs too much. Got to lose some weight like me. Uh, Got to go for those 330 walks. Oh, dude, it was so hot today. Was it? It was boiling hot today. <sighs> not, I I mean, I guess I can't talk. It's not like Arizona, but. Or Texas. <laughs> or Texas. Like, yeah. we have dry heat here. Right. It's, which, it's by the I, way, it's one of the most annoying conversations to ever have. <laughs> Uh, but it's a dry heat. There's no humidity. Yeah, we get it. We get it. Your heat is better. And like we do that to people because it's like a really high desert here. So we're like, it's a dry heat. It, it Like a high humidity here is like 40% though. Like you walk out yeah. in Colorado and it's 40% humidity. And you're like, man, it's humid today. What is you're this like, weird? Yeah. Like what is going on? Why, why do I feel this nastiness on my skin right now? <laughs> and then you get, off a, you get off the plane in Houston and you're like, this oh is a total my! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I didn't know people lived in actual soup. Right. Just, oh my god, dude! The whole thing's a swamp. <laughs> anyway, yeah. swamps, swamps aside, <laughs> uh, I'm actually getting pretty excited for Cut Day and for them to travel. And like, this is sneaking up on us. You know, we had the Rockies last night. Got to watch Bull Bull play basketball yeah. today for the Nuggets. Like double, double Bull Bull to you, sir. Oh man, close close enough to a triple double too that it was like <laughs> block more shots. <laughs> it's it's almost our time. I it's can't. so close to our time. Like one week from today, well, I think the game's at like twelve thirty. We're yep. going to be sitting around watching Avalanche hockey, and well, maybe we might have to be at very least listening, listening to, to it. it. Yeah. <laughs> But Avalanche hockey will be getting played, and it's going to be. God, these have been a long several months, man. And that, I mean, that's this week has part, sucked, right? and it's just like let's let's just get to the good stuff. It it has felt like obviously the last couple months have felt like years, but the past week and a half, two weeks have seemingly just flown by. 
Seriously, I was at the rink again today, and and I was torn between I need to go home and do a bunch of stuff, and the second group is finishing up, and this is the last live hockey I'm going to get to watch until training camp in November. Yep. So what do I do? While you can. (laughs) So I was like, I'll stick around and watch Bowen Barham skate around for a little bit more. (laughs) You got to love it. You got to love it. Winding down the show today as as we're getting things wrapped up. AJ, final thoughts on camp today or or any other hockey or non-related things? Final thoughts today. Um, I just want to say thanks to everybody that reached out over the last 24 hours. Um, You know, I put out on Twitter that my grandfather died this week, uh, yesterday morning. Uh, He was 93. He was a total badass. And uh, a lot of people sent a lot of very kind words my way, and I just wanted to say thank you. I appreciate it. He lived a very full life uh, and accomplished basically everything a person could possibly want to in a lifetime. And uh, it was very nice of all of you. So it um, it was very touching for, for me and my family. It meant a lot to us. So thank you. All right. Definitely sending good vibes your way, AJ. We are going to get out of here for the day, though. Have some fun episodes coming up. We should have Murat Atesh. I think I got it right that time on Friday. It only takes me about two weeks to get a name down. (laughs) But he should be on Friday. Yeah, right. He knew I was going to get his name wrong, so he didn't show up last Friday. Yeah, he, he gave you an extra reprieve. Exactly. That's exactly what it was. But he'll be on Friday for Free Skate Friday. Obviously, more training camp stuff tomorrow and the cuts on Friday as well. Supposed to get a scrimmage. Yep. So, (laughs) I for PS for the record, I asked the ads if we could if we could stream that, and they said, "LOL, are you serious?" And then said, "No." Yeah. Well, figures. So I tried. Yep. I tried, y'all. I tried. There, there was an attempt, but <laughs> before we do get out of here, of course, we have to let y'all know about Green Mountain Dental Group, the best hockey sponsor we have on here. Because mm-hmm. let's face it, you ever see anybody lose any teeth in baseball, basketball? No, it never happens. In hockey, it's a common, common thing. AJ's now trying to think if he's ever actually seen it. (laughs) I'm actually like baseball. Definitely. (laughs) Because I've seen guys like maybe not lose a tooth, but I've seen like guys, you know, they uh, uh, sliding into a base of chipped things. Yeah, for sure. But I don't think I have in basketball outside of like Rudy Tomjanovich getting Superman punched by. uh, (laughs) Yeah, that was uh, that wasn't basketball at that point. (laughs) Kermit Washington. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, which that's a. If you don't know that story, go look it up because that that's guy, like, story. his career ended after that. Basically, ended up being a great coach for the Rockets, though. Yep. So, so good for him. Maybe, uh, maybe he needed Green Mountain Dental Group as well. If he was in Colorado, things would have been would have been better for his his mouth. But you can head on down there. They're just 15 minutes outside downtown Denver in Lakewood, and when you sign up for a cleaning, X-ray, and exam, you get a free Sonicare toothbrush. Electric toothbrush, by the way. So it makes brushing your teeth super easy. You don't even have to try that hard. Just stick it in there, let it do the brushing for you, and your teeth will come out squeaky clean. We Audi, thank you, 
everyone for showing up and we will talk to y'all tomorrow.